Welcome to Quarantine Cocktail Hour. Uh, yeah! Feel good music is good for the soul. Or so I hear from the meters on a different song. They tell you that. Not that one. Sissy Strut that started us off there. They don't really say much in that song except for uh, right at the beginning. That's what we do here. Quarantine Cocktail Hour. We play some mostly feel good music. We all have different cocktail hour music selections, and, well, glad you took some time to tune into mine. No matter how you voted, 
some feel-good music is appropriate right now, I believe, because we are done with that garbage, kind of, mostly, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how things pan out, we'll let the guy do his lawsuits and, and things, and um, see how it turns out, but, but you know what, we're over that hump, and, uh, and it's a load off, right? Even either, either side, it's a load off. Which may lead you to wonder what I'm still doing here talking to you. Well, we are about ankle deep into season two. Yeah, I don't know if I really made that clear early on. I had said that I was keen to get back in front of the old laptop. And, uh, you know, since we're entering winter and Idaho just went back down to stage three reopening because of rising COVID cases, yeah, that's still a thing. Maybe worse than it was last time we talked. Well, anyway, I thought to myself, why not make a season two? In preparation, I did a very minimal amount of market research, which is appropriate, I think. Trying to figure out what people wanted to hear. Do we want to keep doing this? Do you? Did you want to go a different direction? I don't know if this is sustainable. I don't have licensing on any of these songs, hence why this podcast comes and goes from Spotify so often. I heard mixed ideas, feelings, thoughts overall. Um, some people don't listen to the music part. They just listen to me talk about things. Other people wish I would talk much less. Still other people suggested maybe I just make a playlist and have a short intro at the beginning. Overall, I decided, nah, I'm just gonna keep doing what I was doing. I kinda like it that way. <laughs> Uh, since there's no clear feelings either way, right? Why not? Why not? So here we are. Season two of Quarantine Cocktail Hour. I'm your host, Mark Beaver. Coming to you from the high desert in the northeastern edge great basin where fall is falling rapidly into winter had about two inches of snow today out there feels good smells good feels good in the lungs on the face on the cheeks that old familiar sting invigorates you Gets you going. Makes you appreciate 
your house again. Even though we've probably been stuck around our houses for a little too long. It definitely has a different feel when it gets cold out. Yeah, start the fires. Close the shutters at night. It's dark out, maybe turn on some nice warm lights. Cozy up, kinda has a whole different feel. Another reason I like living in a place with many seasons, constantly reacquainted with your living space. Cold enough around here that we made a trip down to the old hot springs. Hot springs are one of the many fantastic perks of living in the geothermal hotspot that is the greater inland northwest, a place rife with geothermal activity and something I grew up with. It's kind of weird to think about life without hot springs, natural hot pools, poke dotted across the countryside, along the riverbanks, built up little rock pools or maybe even a established pool built up by man harnessed for profit. That's where we went. Down to one of those ones, down to the funky little town of Lava. Lava Hot Springs, as they call it out here. A place where I'm sure there will be flying Trump flags for many years. Regardless of how everything shakes out here in the near future. Many hot springs are heated by decaying radioactive material that heats the mantle, the water that infiltrates and percolates down in there and gets heated and comes back up. Over here though, we are right off the edge of the Yellowstone Caldera and I do believe most of our hot springs are magma heated. Which a lot of times can get a little too hot. So much so that every now and then they just steam up, bubble up, and explode right out of the earth. There's one right over there in Soda Springs, just down the road, apparently on the same vein as Old Faithful. And it too erupts faithfully at the same time every day though I believe the humans have somewhat altered that for entertainment purposes even so quite a spectacle quite a natural wonder to behold the caldera itself is nothing more than a massive super volcano and one of these days whether we're here or not it's probably gonna blow and uh, a volcano that size well I hear it's not gonna be pretty some folks looking at 
geologic historical timelines think that that big one could be any day now. I'm not so sure. I think that none of us will probably be around when that one goes off, but you know what? Even if it does, it's not one of those things that we can really do much about. It's kind of beautiful. It'd be a beautiful way to go out. It's not like climate, which we can do something about. We can invest jobs, knowledge, money, effort into figuring out now. Now the volcano is gonna go and the volcano needs to go, but the climate, well, I think we're at a we're at a point. If only we could stop our messing around and start to think of our futures before we wind up in
Alice Coltrane. Govita Jai Jai. I think that's how you say it. And that's what I think. I think it sounded kind of like that. It spelled kind of like that. But man, if that song isn't jubilant, I could listen to that all day and automatically be in a better place. Alice Coltrane, wife of the late John Coltrane. Those are uh, some pretty giant steps to follow in. But uh, Alice carved out her own path. No slouching manner became hugely influential in the avant-garde scene and kind of became a genre-bending, blending icon. Not to mention a swami at an ashram. I don't even know what religion that is because I'm pretty sure we don't have them in Idaho. But it sounds really nice, just judging by that gleeful noise. Am I right? Don't you kind of want to be there with those people doing that? Sounds nice. Before that, in the middle there, we had the Alalas with the Ferris Gallery. That's another sunny, transportive tune. You know, come around fall and winter, like a lot of people, my musical tastes start to kind of change with my outerwear, drink selection, but I still like to, still like to throw in something sunny, you know, take you away to a different place. It's important. Keeps the vitamin D levels up. Very important. And for those of us living in places where it's starting to get dark around 5.30 or 6, we know that Vitamin D is important to make it through the next few months without going crazy. But did you also know that vitamin D has been shown to have great effects in the fight against COVID-19? Yeah, this is true. There's like multiple studies now that have come out showing strong correlations between vitamin D intake and people's ability to get over the virus or be exposed and not really get any of the symptoms. It's enough to make you want to go out and grab a bottle of Sunny Delight. I think that's the healthiest way to go about it. Go get yourself one. Slurp her on down. Speaking of... COVID-19. Now that the elections are over, oh yeah, we're still in the middle of pandemic and it's gotten worse. Man, I am sick of coronavirus. I'm just sick of always thinking about it. I'm not actually that scared anymore now that we've come this far for myself. 
knowing what we know about how it affects younger, healthy adults and even children. I'm not even sick of the masks. I mean, they're a little annoying, but uh, I mean, so are helmets and seatbelts and condoms, but we get used to them because it's better than the alternative. Now, what's really bothering me is just the planning, the constant planning and thinking to try to see your parents or some friends who might go see their parents soon. We gotta take the kid out of the place for like 14 days. We gotta watch what we're doing. We gotta think about how we travel. We gotta, are we thinking tests? Do we need to get a test? How do you get a test if you're not showing symptoms? Can you go get a test anywhere? I don't even know how the tests work. Can I get one like in a single day? Even if like I feel fine, but I just need to know. What about the ones at home? Are those any good? Do they work? How far up my nose do I gotta stick it if I'm doing it myself? I can't, I don't think I can do it to myself. Someone else is gonna have to stick it up there the correct amount. Oh man, it's too much. I'll tell you what, with holidays coming up, I know we're all aching to see some family, but I think in talking to my doctor, it's that older generation that we really need to be looking out for. Hospitals are filling up. If you're planning on seeing some family, I highly suggest you think about trying to quarantine and figure out how that testing works. Because if grandma and grandpa get it, or even mom and dad, for a lot of us, well, there might just not be a hospital bed left for um, and well, that would feel real crummy for you and them and the healthcare worker that has to go through that time and time again with all of you. I know it sucks, I'm sick of it and I'm ready for it to be over just like I was ready for the last presidency to be over which reminds me of that first song. Message for you, Rudy, from the specials. Do you think that song is for Rudy Giuliani? You think he needs to stop his messing around? Start thinking about his future? Stop giving baseless speeches in front of landscaping businesses on the outskirts of towns? Yeah, you better start thinking about your future, Rudy. You know, you start maybe brushing up that resume. Think about maybe getting a lawyer yourself down the line. I don't know. I know for a lot of us, we think, oh well, out with the old boss and with the new boss, what's gonna change? But um, I think symbolically, Getting rid of this one is huge. Huge for our children. Huge for our relatives. They don't have to grow up in a society where 
the person in charge of the free world says, hey, you're justified in acting on your absolute worst impulses and, and that it's fine to go ahead and disregard and turn a blind eye, blind ear to the experts and doctors and scientists who are trying to help make this world a better place if it's not convenient for you. It's huge that that figurehead is no longer what we all have to see and hear. Even if this Senate is whatever it's gonna be and the entire political process is still a bit of a sludgy morass. At least maybe there'll be a couple decent human beings who love their families and care about people other than themselves standing up on the podium on TV. That means something. No, I think, I think the old guy wanted something more than to help our nation. I think he wanted something more than even just to be the president of the United States of America. But not sure, not sure what it was, but what more could he possibly want? I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man cub, and stroll right into town and be just like the other men. I'm tired of walking around. Oh, ooby-doo. I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. Talk like you. You see it's true. And they like me. Can't learn to be human too. Come on, clue me what to do. 
give me the power of man's red flower so I can be like you.
Sam, can you come in here for a moment? Have a seat. Your mother and I overheard you listening to Sublime in your room today. No, no, hey, 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 sit down, sit down. It's okay. It's okay. Listen, it's okay to listen to Sublime, right? It feels good. I know, I know. It feels good. And as with anything that feels that good, I just want you to know that you need to exercise some moderation 
and intentionality, all right? Just educate yourself about, about why it feels good. And, and really, I can't emphasize enough, exercise, moderation. By the time you hit the workforce, it will be run by cynical millennial hipsters. And they canceled Sublime right along the doors in Led Zeppelin because they're self-righteous buttholes. But nonetheless, you can't be going into a job interview in a 40 ounces to freedom t-shirt. Now, don't get me wrong. Those self-righteous butthole millennial hipsters are not completely unjustified. The dudes in Sublime were misogynistic, drug addict bros. Unfortunately, so are most rock stars. That doesn't mean that they were completely without talent or, or don't have a place in the musical world. Yes, much of their music is pulled from other music stylings. And, and yes, much of their catalog is cover songs or the use of cover songs embedded in another song. Like when they covered most of Toots and the Maytals, 54, 46, which was the middle song we heard on that set, but then kind of blended it in to another track and kind of made it into one track. There was like a cover and an original song, but kind of one vibe. And in that way, they, they, were, they were ingenuitive, like many of the hip hop bands of the time, I think. I mean, let's, let's just take Scarlet Pagonias. A cover of a, a Grateful Dead song, obviously, but to start it off with a sample of Funky Drummer from, from James Brown, and, and then incorporate a, a rap verse in there, which, not the greatest rap verse, but I mean, there's a few tempo changes, some good stretches of enunciation, and it really, I mean, it adds something to the song. It adds this glimpse into this kind of sordid modern situation that was not captured in the original version all in all i mean it makes for a really fun song which really is the strength of sublime right son is that is that they captured a, a vibe of a time and a place that people wanted to escape to it's escapism music and it's okay to indulge in escapism from time to time, but like I'm saying, man, you can't live there, all right? And you gotta be intentional. Listen to the lyrics, wrestle with them, reckon with them. Is it something you can live with to set off the vibe? I mean, it's not that much different than what rap music was doing throughout most of the 90s. However, be wary, very wary, of anybody who has not taken that time. Never hang out with a dude who has a tattoo that says, are you a bad fish too? If you ever hear some bro say, if it wasn't for date rape, I'd never get laid, and then laugh about it, need to leave that situation or sit him down and have a serious conversation with him. Listen, bud. 
there's nothing wrong with indulging in something that just feels good. But, you know, just be conscious and intentional and use moderation. Right, bud? Okay. Good talk. Hey, hey, before you go, here's a copy of uh, Bush 16 Stone. Put it in your sock drawer. Be careful with that. All right, big guy? Okay. We'll talk to you later. Good talk. See, I'm going to be a good dad. He'll turn out fine. You know how I know that? That good role model, case in point, the first song we heard on that lineup. I want to be like you. From the original Jungle Book soundtrack, yes. I played old Disney soundtracks. And you know what? It fits in pretty good. That's a great song. That's a that's a feel-good song. It actually pans out. It's like real musicians playing on there. Scatting. It's a good beat. It's funky. Grooves. That's just that's just a good song. If you didn't know that was from the Jungle Book, you would just say that's a cool song. That is off the original record that I grew up with, that my dad had handed on down. It's my inheritance. We used to, uh, we used to crank that bad Larry before going skiing when I was young. Almost every weekend, ski weekends, we'd crank that one up, kind of dance around our long johns, get our stuff ready. My mom made us sandwiches. It was great. And then when I got old enough, we moved on to when the levee breaks before we went skiing. Those are the kind of things you want to pass down. The kind of things I'm excited to pass down. That and some decent cocktail recipes. What am I drinking? Good question. It's a gin Negroni. A aging jabroni. A gin Negroni. It's uh, one part gin. I go with Gordon's, Ben Gordon's. Uh, one part sweet vermouth, one part Campari, which is a little expensive. I didn't actually know how expensive that was um, until I got to the to the register. Might might not be happening too often. Um, and a twist of orange. And uh, yeah, so that's all booze. And I'll tell you what, it it gets the job done. It's a little strong. A little B.J. Armstrong, but um, yeah, it's just what the doctor ordered. Kind of tastes like cough syrup. Uh, before I sign off tonight, I want to take a moment to do something I don't usually do. Promote this thing a little bit. Uh, feel free to share this with some friends. Feel free to rate it on Apple Podcasts. Feel free to repost, whatever that means. It's going to be a long winter, and uh, I want to help others with some feel-good music. 
and a little bit of escapism in moderation. Speaking of which, let's escape to a land down under. Minute work. Be easy. Actually, no, I don't want to do that. That sucks. Let's go to Japan with Shintaro Sakamoto. Extremely bad man.
So if you, what was I talking about? Mountain high.